is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simon. What's up, Michigan? It is a gorgeous Tuesday afternoon. Feels like summer, 73 degrees and sunshine here on the west side of the state. Had a chance to get out and hit the golf ball for 18 at the Railside Golf Club in Byron Center. I have a pretty good story I'll share from earlier today. Somebody just behind us came within a shot of setting the course record and he wasn't a pro golfer it's a pretty cool story and also the railside golf club will be the site of our annual michigan michigan state rivalry huge cup where michigan state fans and michigan fans will play a Ryder cup like 27 hole event that will be happening on monday october 24th at railside in byron center thanks to jimmy Baltima and his incredible team at railside great golf course they have the pavilion for weddings receptions business get together celebrations bunch of good people from grand rapids south christian byron center south side of grand rapids all there I didn't come within a shot of the course record. But an afternoon like this is a beautiful thing because you look at the weather forecast and it says rain and like in the 40s on Friday. And it's Michigan. Whatever way the wind blows, the temperature will change. And you never know if you're going to get another 73 degree day the rest of this year. So embrace it. There were a group of teachers from Northern Kent County who took a day of relaxation that they have underneath their school contract language and they used it to help soak in the rays so they can empower children in Northern Kent County to be better. Superfly, I get a day like this when I'm hitting the golf ball, grab a great lunch at Railside, roll in. A lot to talk about, including how many more bad NFL coaches can we see this year? 
You watch that Raiders Chiefs game last night? What are coaches doing now? There's no strategy. Oh, we're a riverboat gambler. Ah, come on. Kick the damn field goal. Win a game. I think coaches outthink themselves. I really do. They want to be different. They think these NFL franchises are their toys. Oh, I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Seriously. And I think you lose your team when you do that. Because if we, as sports radio statewide host, and I'm the only one syndicated in the afternoon and for the radio station close to you, go to thehugeshow.net, or you, the NFL fans, we see it. And these coaches think because they have a long contract, oh, you can't fire somebody just five games in. If I stink at this job, which has never happened, But if I stink at my job, I can lose it in a hurry. I went through nine producers in one year in Tulsa, Oklahoma at KQLL. Nine, including three that were fired on air, live. Go. You're done. Just think if I... If I had nine girlfriends, dump me, including three live on air. Go. You're done. See ya. Won't want to meet you. Man, and Superfly, I'm leaving Railside. I see Drew Zeidema, who played at North Point Christian, Spring Arbor. Good friends with Devin Booker. They grew up playing travel basketball, right? Devin Booker out of Granville, Michigan, Phoenix Suns, top 10 player in the league. He's going out to hang out with Devin for a week. And Devin didn't break up with the Kardashian. He's still with her. That's what Drew said. What a lunch. I can't identify the teachers from Northern Kent County because they said if their school district was listening, they took a day of relaxation to go play golf. There's nothing wrong with that. There's not. These teachers are busting their behinds, and if they want to see a 73-degree day and they want to go hit the golf ball, they have that right. I think it's Ricky Schultz. I don't know if I'm saying the last name right, but he shot a 65 one shot away from the course record at rail side. I think it's Ricky Schultz. I don't know if it's – because now that name – I can forget things once in a while. Superfly, you ever been fired live on air? In Tulsa, I fired nine producers in one year, three live on air. Just go. I had a crazy side to me when I was starting. And that crazy side hasn't left. How many times you've been dumped by a woman, Superfly? Just show of your fingers that you've been totally blindsided, just dumped. I'm not saying publicly or on a radio show. Only twice in your life? Really? I'm going to go four times in my life because when you look like me and you're a borderline male model, it's tough to sell a Cadillac. Or a Range Rover. 
remember when I was doing radio in Bakersfield, California, and for some reason, first 10 years of my radio career, Superfly, I dated a lot of TV anchors and reporters, the women. You know, you meet them through the media circles, right? And so she was gorgeous. I had a key to her townhouse, went and cooked her. Only time I've ever, first and last time I've ever cooked a woman a meal. Cooked her a birthday surprise. Man, I have the candles, the champagne all set up. I see her car pull up, and all of a sudden, she's making out with another dude on the sidewalk. I chucked the lasagna right out the door. Chucked it. Few choice words. And I'm down the street at the bar. Because I was Duran Duran, hungry like a wolf. A, really hungry because I just threw the lasagna out on the front lawn. And two, I was single. That's a life lesson. Never cook a woman a meal unless you're married. That is a life lesson. We're going to start life lessons on the huge show in the opening segment every day. (laughs) A life lesson. Never cook a woman a meal unless you're married. And if the guy's making out out front, he better duck because here comes a plate of, and I don't know how many times I've cooked a meal in my life. And I was proud of it because it didn't burn. I don't know about salmonella or possible diseases if eaten, but she's making out with that guy. And I was more upset about the meal than I was about losing the woman. That's it. Now, I got dumped at Bloomfield Gardens in Cedar Springs by Jenny Davis of Nuego. And then Denny Middleton had his old cutlass, his old cutlass, the vehicle, and we sat there and had a few beers and talked about me getting curbsided like Northern Kent County trash. So I, I'd say it's two. And now how many times have I broken up with women? 137. Give or take. Over or under. I don't know if I want to go to Clayton Safety right now because I'm afraid he might hang up that I'd ask him these same questions I asked you. I don't think he wants to deal with that. Clayton is an insider for the Wolverine.com. Big Ten basketball media days happening today and tomorrow in Minneapolis. Anthony Broom will join us later this hour. He's going there. We'll also get Clayton on the Meyer guest line. We'll talk about Michigan Penn State on Saturday. Wolverines are a seven-point favorite at home. And I heard that Dave Brandt is going to be honored with the 97 National Championship team. Good man. Calls West Michigan home. Played at Jenison. Played at Michigan. Played in the NFL with the Chargers and the Skins. And just a good dude. Great dad. A good friend to a lot of people. Played basketball with him back in the day. It was like hitting a wall if he set a pick. My son's worked in a few of his, or worked with him, a few of his lineman camps. Loves the game, loves his family, loves his friends. So he's going to be honored Saturday at the big house. 
I think we had that bridge and that transition. We didn't want to shock Clayton Safey. He's thinking, oh, my God, is he going to ask me these questions? Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders. is Standing by. How you doing? Doing well. It's funny. When when they uh, put us through here, It's you never know what uh, what's going to be the topic of the day. So uh, I very much enjoy that each time. You're like, hey, we got to talk Michigan Penn State? No, we got to talk Big Ten basketball media days where Juwan Howard and the Wolverines are picked third behind Indiana, Illinois. No, we're going to talk about how many times Superfly and Huge have been dumped. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, so this Michigan Penn State game on Saturday, I'll get your thoughts on Juwan Howard and Michigan basketball in a moment, your forecast. You know, I'm, I'm breaking this down, and I know there's a couple of road wins that impress me at Purdue. Even though Auburn's down, they took them uh, to the Southern Woodshed. I, I, I just think Michigan has more athletes than Penn State. I look at that spread, and I'm thinking, you know, a double-digit win for Michigan. Uh, am I out of line thinking that? You're not out of line. It's certainly possible. Um, I'm actually thinking a little bit of a closer game. I look at this Penn State defense, and I know they haven't played a tough schedule for as much heat as Michigan got for its schedule. I think they've been more tested. They, Penn State coming off of a bye here as well. The Auburn win was impressive given the venue, but um, you know Auburn is not a good team this season. But Penn State's defense, they've been so good against the run, the teams have had to throw against them 45 times per game. That's the most in the country uh they're averaging only 5.8 yards per attempt allowed which is number 12 in the country they have a really talented secondary led by joey porter jr uh was really one of the best cornerbacks in the big 10 if not the best leading the country with 10 pass breakups so uh and they've had 10 turnovers forced over the last three games so this is a defense that is going to be as much as we talked about iowa as a huge test i think this is going to be the biggest test for the michigan offense can J.J. McCarthy play a clean game? Can he make the plays that he needs to to win this thing? Because I don't know if they're going to dominate up front and you know run the ball against Penn State uh, you know like they have to some other teams on the schedule either. You flip to the other side, Penn State's offense doesn't scare you as much just because you're so familiar with it, with Sean Clifford running it at the quarterback position. This will be his fourth start in his career against Michigan. So a lot of familiarity there. They do have a good run game this year as opposed to uh, what was abysmal last season. Nicholas Singleton, five-star freshman, doing a great job, and the offensive line has improved. Some weapons on the outside. Uh, I think this is going to be a really close game, but I don't think you're off base for thinking it could be a couple-score game. I think the environment is going to be huge. This is going to be – the big house is going to be rocking. It's a maze out. They've got all sorts of things planned. You mentioned the 1997 reunion. They'll be honored in the first quarter. So uh, I think that could push uh, Michigan over the top. And uh, that's why, you know, a big reason why I think I'm going to pick them to win when we come out with our staff predictions on Thursday. Michigan in a close win or close game over Penn State on Saturday. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking at this point. Maybe a little bit low scoring. I don't know what the over-under is on the DraftKings Sportsbook yet. I haven't looked, but... Um, I think we could see kind of a dogfight similar to last season. Remember the 21 to 17 win Michigan coming back at the end there after turning it over, then getting the big touchdown. So I think we're going to see something similar to that. Um, it's going to be mid fifties, uh, cloudy, big 10 football weather, big game type of weather. So I'm excited for this one. Why are you nervous about this game? Is it Penn state's defense? Yeah, I'd say it's their defense. Um, they, they force a lot of turnovers, Manny Diaz, 
who was the head coach at Miami, is now you know running their defense as the coordinator. He's been really aggressive since he's come to Penn State. They blitz a lot. Uh, they mix up the coverages. I think that could confuse J.J. McCarthy. Um, this will be uh, really interesting. Michigan hasn't totally handed him the keys to the offense yet in terms of just letting him do whatever he wants. Um, they did more of that in the second half against Indiana, and I thought he responded really well, so that was a great sign. Um, but, you know, we got to see it again against a, a tougher opponent, and um, I still do think Michigan has the edge in this game. But you do mention, I mean, Michigan has more athletes. I was doing a uh, recruiting rankings breakdown of who's on each roster in the Big Ten this summer for our football preview magazine. And Penn State actually slightly edged out Michigan wow. in terms of talent. And, and that's just recruiting rankings. I think Michigan developed – it was very, very close build. But then I think Michigan develops better uh, than James Franklin. But you got to give him credit for the, the athletes he's brought in there. They win some recruiting battles against Michigan, kind of a you know deadlock there in some years. So uh, they do have talent. And they have a six-year quarterback that's experienced. He's not making those back-breaking mistakes that he has in years past, and I know they haven't played tough teams like Michigan yet, so I think Penn State fans from the people we've talked to are kind of waiting for that and are dreading that moment, but um, he's certainly improved. The offensive line that Michigan just tore apart last year has gotten better, and Michigan doesn't have the pass rushers it did a year ago when they got seven sacks and a bunch of pressures and big hits on Sean Clifford, so I think that's a concern too. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders, joining us on the Meyer guest line. Let's move away from Michigan football. I mentioned Big Ten media days for hoops happening today and tomorrow. I was going over that media preseason poll where Michigan is third, Michigan State fourth, Indiana preseason one, Illinois two, top to bottom. There's like there, there's no gimme wins in the Big Ten when it comes to basketball. None. No, that's probably true. And what's also true is it's kind of wide open too. And even if you look at Michigan going to that preseason poll that you're referencing, they were picked as high as first by some. Uh, you know, they got one first place vote. And they were picked as low as seventh by some people. So uh, there's some mixed reviews on exactly what Michigan is going to be, or mixed feelings at least on you know, projecting what they're going to be. The good the good news for Michigan is you have Hunter Dickinson, which was a huge surprise given that coming into last season, he said it was going to be his last year. He was going to go the professional route, but I think NIL has opened the door there for him. So that's a benefit. And uh, also I think he just loves being here and, and is willing to, you know, kind of wait and develop and, and be the best player he can be before he goes that pro route. But he's going to win you some games. You have a high floor, in my opinion, with him. But there are question marks, too. I mean, you're relying on Jalen Llewellyn, who's a Princeton transfer at point guard. I think he'll be an upgrade, and he did really well overseas, leading Michigan in scoring. But beyond that, you have some freshmen like Jet Howard, and we'll have to see how he pans out in his first year. I really like his game, but it's tough as a freshman, and we saw that last year with guys like Caleb Houston Houston and Musa Diabate. Um, Did Kobe Bufkin at the two-guard spot take a big leap like some people think he can? Uh, out of Grand Rapids. Again, I like his game too, but he struggled at times last season, especially on defense. You're replacing Eli Brooks at that position. So you brought in a couple more transfers or or another transfer in Joey Baker from Duke, but um, you know, he's more of a role player. So you're going to have to fit a lot of these pieces together. And it's just really hard to say uh, what this team is going to be, especially after last year when they were picked to win the big 10. And then they kind of disappointed in the regular season before making the sweet 16. So Big Ten's wide open. They lost a ton of talent. Though so You look at the NBA draft last year. I think the most lottery picks the Big Ten had had 
in a long time with you know guys like Keegan Murray and Jordan Davis from Wisconsin. So it is uh, it's going to be interesting. I think any of those teams near the top can have a chance to win uh, you know win the Big Ten this year. Clayton Safey knows everything about University of Michigan athletics. Talking some Michigan football, they get Penn State and the Big House on Saturday, and also Michigan hoops. Big Ten preseason media poll, Michigan 3, Michigan State 4, Indiana 1, Illinois 2, and I agree with Clayton. It's going to be wide open, and uh, you you have 8-10 teams uh, that could win the Big Ten, so we'll get some of the reaction out of Minneapolis over the next couple of days here on the show. Clayton, uh, appreciate the conversation. You have a great day. Thanks for having me. You too. All right. He's so happy that we didn't start talking about, hey, how many times you've been dumped? Hey, Brady got dumped by Giselle, so we've all been there. She's going through spiritual healing now after leaving Tom Brady. You know you're a powerful woman when you can leave Tom Brady. She she makes like $48 million a year. I've never seen her in any modeling, like billboards. Or it must be in South America where she's a rock star. But she dumped him. He got curbsided. I sent Tom a note and I said, man, I made that girl lasagna in Bakersfield, California. I've been down that road, Tom. You know what you learned, Tom? Is you never cook a meal for a woman. That's right. You get home after winning a Super Bowl. You want some fajitas with some peppers and some onions and jalapenos. You cook it for her. And the next thing you know, she's making out with the pool boy. Tom Brady, what's that like when you're Tom Brady and you get shown the door? Man. Superfly Tom Brady and me have both been dumped. We're like kindred spirits. I do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. Is the Big Ten a better football or basketball conference? With the Big Ten media days today and tomorrow in Minneapolis, with Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State all in the top ten, is it a better basketball or football conference? That's our Bud Light huge question of the day. You can answer it. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, you can opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. I just got a note from somebody at Railside. They said, the guy's name is a Ricky Schultz. Ricky Schultz? Isn't he that little actor? And I know it's Ricky Schroeder. The good golfer who was like a shot away from the course record this morning at Railside and Byron Center. Ricky Schroeder's the little actor in The Champ, the old school movie, right? And then he got into drugs and driving fast, whatever happened in his life. Give a child actor a driver's license, it's over. Bud Light. Huge question of the day. Is the Big Ten a better football or basketball conference? Answer that question, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, you can also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. 
By the way, thanks to Fabiano Brothers for serving up Bud Light to sports fans in Detroit and across Michigan, along with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. To the callers online, we'll get to your huge opinions next. Also, Kyle Austin, MLive.com, Spartan Hoops Insider. We'll get his thoughts on Izzo and the boys next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. And hunting for bucks is your chance to win premium play. $15,000 cash and a 2023 Polaris Ranger. Drawings are every Saturday in October, 7 to 11 p.m. And on October 29th, one winner drives off in a new Polaris Ranger with a $5,000 Cabela's gift card. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Rock and country music's hardest hit. Join forces. Five Figure Death Punch. Brantley Gilbert. With special guest Corey Marks. November 9th, Van Andel Arena. On sale now with Ticketmaster.com. Five Figure Death Punch's new album, Afterlife. Out now. Five Figure Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert live. Huge here for the Tullymore Golf Resort. Now they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. And before the snow flies, there's still time to get a round of golf in at Tullymore. Go to TullymoreGolf.com, book a tee time, a stay and play package, keep an eye on the weather forecast. They still have great golf remaining this fall before the snow flies. And they have event space and lodging. A wedding, a reception, a business get-together. Even during the winter, you can book an event or a wedding or a reception inside the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. If you want more info, go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. And if you want to get around a golf in before the weather changes and the snow sets in, Go to TullymoreGolf.com. Book that tea time at TullymoreGolf.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. We always originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store studio. I did get a comment on the huge text changes. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. You can text us during any game, during the show, anytime you want to. Do you think the Lions will win more than five games this year? Hmm. Can I see how they play against the Cowboys after two weeks off on the bye week? I find that to be the most important game Dan Campbell has coached since becoming 
the leader of the Lions, if they lay an egg in Dallas, and remember Dallas hasn't allowed more than 20 points and arguably best defensive unit in the NFL, and they come back home and they're embarrassed by the Dolphins, and Lord knows who will be their quarterback with Tua and Teddy Bridgewater in protocol, those two games are monster must-win situations or at least one-on-one and being competitive through four quarters in Dallas and winning at home against Miami. Again, drop your text comments, text word HUGE to 21,000. I mentioned Big Ten basketball media days today and tomorrow uh, in Minneapolis. Kyle Austin, MLive.com. Spartan basketball insider is standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? Doing good, Bill. Uh, this offseason, from last year through this offseason to where Tom Izzo and Michigan State basketball sits going into these media days and they're in the fall practice and what lies ahead for this team? What's your gut vibe right now? You know, my gut vibe is that um, they're probably going to be a little bit better than last year, but I don't think that they really have the pieces to really be a Big Ten title contender or Final Four contender. Um, I think, you know, they got a big recruiting class coming in next year. I think if this year goes well, then maybe we're having this, that conversation at this time next year. But, um, you know, listen, they, um, they've been around 500 in the Big Ten the last couple of years, uh, not gotten out of the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. And, um, I, I don't see a whole lot different with this roster uh, that convinced me that this year is going to be a whole lot different. Uh, they got a lot of guys back who I think could be better, um, you know, in, including A.J. Hogard, uh, Jade Nakins when he gets healthy. Um, so they'll need a lot of guys to take a step up. But, you know, a lot of guys wanted Tom Izzo to hit the transfer portal, be a little bit more aggressive and maybe making changes to his roster. Um, and he didn't do that. Um, you know, he chose to kind of stick with the guys that he has. So, uh, but, you know, unless there's a whole lot of guys that look a whole lot different uh, come November than they did last year, um, I, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, fairly similar, maybe a little bit better, but not a, a totally different result from last year. Well, who's going to be the step-up players from last year's rosters to newcomers who might fall under the breakout category for Izzo this season? I start with A.J. Hogard. Uh, you know, it's really been since Cassius Winston left. They haven't had, going into the season, a clear-cut you know, point guard, a guy, no doubt, who is your guy. And uh, A.J. Hogarth was obviously up and down last year, but um, he, he really came on in March. And if he can kind of look like he did in the postseason and if he can build off of that, uh, he moves the ball very well, um, cut down on his turnovers late. It still isn't a great shooter, but I think if he's a guy that can run that offense well and run the fast break, um, I think that can do a lot for the team. Um, so I start with him and then, I think Jay Nakins could really be a player for them. I thought he was a guy that was kind of stuck in the rotation last year behind Gabe Brown and Max Christie. Uh, but in the small the small role that we saw him, I thought he was great. I thought he provided energy. Um, obviously, he has great athleticism, um, a pretty decent shooter. So he's a guy I'm very curious to see what he can do now that he has a larger role. All the guys in front of him are gone. Um, I think he's a guy that could really flourish with Michigan State, giving him a little bit more of a chance. Who, who do you think could be the surprise player that leads Michigan State that makes this a better-than-expected season for you and the rest of the Spartan Nation? Who is that guy? 
Well, you know, I, I think I and you and everybody else have seen Malik Call play a couple of games where you think, man, that guy looks like, you know, first team all Big Ten. You know, a guy that you can run your offense through who can be a dude for you. Um, and he'll have a game like that, you know, whether it was Loyola Chicago last year when he scored 24 or, or at Wisconsin last year when he led him to a big win. Um, but he just hasn't been able to do it consistently. You know, he'll follow up a good game like that and he'll score – um, you know, five points and seven points and just not really be a factor. So um, I, we've been waiting for it for a while, but if, if Malik Hall can really step up and night in and night out, be a go-to guy, um, kind of be ball dominant, um, take a lot of shots, um, use his versatility to kind of get the right matchups um, and be successful. Um, I mean, he he's the only guy I voted for all Big Ten preseason when I had a vote. Cause I, from what I've seen from him, he has the highest ceiling, I think, of any player that I've seen on it. And if he can be that guy on a nightly basis, um, I, I think he could do some special things. Izzo seems rejuvenated. I think with the pandemic behind him, uh, you look at the contract bump, uh, you look at that recruiting class coming up next year, there seems to be some newfound energy with Izzo as he navigates name, image, and likeness, a transfer portal. He doesn't seem as stressed as he was a year ago. No, he doesn't. And he, he kind of seemed, yeah, it's almost like he kind of came to a decision, I think, in the off season, which is that, you know, this sport may be changing a lot. I might, you know, a lot of guys might be doing things differently, uh, but he kind of came to the decision to seem like he was going to do things his way. And, you know, right or wrong, um, you know, he's not going to go mine the transfer portal. He's not going to become a big NIL guy. You know, he, guys are going to get their opportunity. He's not going to stop them from that, but he's going to kind of rely on, what he's kind of always relied on at Michigan State, which is having guys, you know, consistently year over year, multi-year guys that get a little bit better every year, relying on veteran upperclassmen, um, and really kind of trying to do a team atmosphere. And I think he's betting on that kind of being lost now in this kind of transient era of college basketball. And he's he's hoping, I think, he can be the program where um, they have a little bit more continuity and, and cohesion and and that worked out for him. So he seems to be comfortable with that decision. I think, you know, they obviously got a very good recruiting class coming in next year. So I, I do sense there's a little bit less uncertainty with him, and I think he kind of knows his direction now and, and how he wants to attack this. Before I let you go, and by the way, Kyle Austin, MLive.com, Spartan Basketball Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, who's the best team in the Big Ten going into this upcoming season? You know, I know everybody thinks uh, Indiana's the best team. I, I just can't trust them. I've seen too many talented Indiana teams um, underachieve. Um, so I'm going with Illinois. I, I know they lost a lot, but I think they brought in two of the best transfers in the country. Um, you know, uh, Terrence Shannon Jr., especially from Texas Tech. I think Grand Underwood's was a good coach who has shown that he can really adapt his system to his personnel and really get the best out of his players. So I, I think Indiana's probably the most talented. I, I can't trust Indiana yet, so I'm going with Illinois as the best team. Kyle, have a safe trip to Minneapolis. We'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, Bill. All right, Kyle Austin, MLive.com, Spartan Big Ten Hoops Insider, getting set to make his journey to Minneapolis for the Big Ten Basketball Media Days. Our Bud Light huge question of the day, is the Big Ten a better basketball or football conference? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's when 866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. 
They will now play their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. The first game at the Van will be on Thursday night, November 10th. Get your tickets at the usual ticket outlets. And also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Opt in to the huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any Major League Baseball game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log on to your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of the offer all season long. Just opt in to the one-game parlay insurance program, then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any MLB game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com. And also download the Eagle Access app. Let's go get his thoughts on Penn State and Michigan on Saturday and also the Big Ten Basketball Media Days and Juwan Howard and the Wolverine Hoop Squad. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com is standing by on the Meyer guest sign. Welcome back, Anthony. Of course, good to be back. Uh, just just got through airport security on my way to Minneapolis for Media Days now, so yeah, we're we're getting into the double dip portion of the year, which is uh, it's busy uh, for us, but I think exciting too. Uh, it's, it's like the start of a new school year uh, in in another way. So really excited for that. Yeah, we'll get to Juwan Howard of Michigan Hoops in a moment, but what are you feeling on Saturday at the Big House with Penn State at Michigan? Yeah, right now uh, still kind of doing the deep dive on on where each team kind of has an advantage, but I do feel like the Vegas line of you know, it opened at six and a half. It's, I think last I checked, it was around seven. That feels about right to me. Uh, I could see Michigan winning, you know, maybe a 10 point game, a 14 point game. Uh, you know, if they fire on all cylinders, this has been a series where Michigan has, you know, outside of the COVID season, blown out Penn State uh, at home. So I don't know that I see that. I think this one's going to be tight. It's one of those, you know, to this point, it's the biggest game of the of the Big Ten season so far. Uh, one of those pecking order contests to determine where you're at in the Big Ten East and, and whose games in November are going to matter the most. Uh, this is huge. Uh, I like Michigan in this game in the early look at things, but um, you know, it's it, there's still a lot to clean up there too. But I think this team is up for the challenge. Let's move on. Talk about Juwan Howard and Michigan hoops. What are realistic expectations uh, for this team? Yeah, I have some, you know, I have big questions about them. Uh, a few that hopefully, I mean, we're not going to get answers for it during media day and we'll have a team media day later this week in Ann Arbor as well. But, um, you know, I have questions about their ability to shoot the basketball around Hunter Dickinson, uh, the two guard spot. You're losing 
Eli Brooks and Kobe Bufkin. Uh, we'll see what happens with him. But again, there's just a, a pretty high standard at that position. Uh, Jalen Llewellyn, I think, is going to be pretty decent at point guard. You know, in, in a lot of years, to me, this is probably a team that looks maybe like fifth, sixth in the Big Ten. But uh, this is going to be a conference that's kind of wide open this year. So I, I could see them in that top three. If things click, I mean, you know, Hunter Dickinson, that's the biggest key to all of it, is, is you have your linchpin back this year and and if anything you know if everything kind of builds off of him and what he can uh what he can be we know what we're going to get out of him you know he's an 18 to 20 points a night guy he's going to give you eight to ten rebounds a night uh it's how those other pieces kind of rise up around him and that's that's what i'm really interested in seeing uh but for right now like there's a lot to still sort out there who are the impact players that you think help juan and michigan basketball from day one new newcomers on campus yeah, I think it's for me. It starts with Terrence Williams. This is going to be by far, I think, the biggest role that he's played at Michigan so far, and he's played a lot of basketball with Hunter Dickinson, and, and those guys have won a lot of games together, not just at Michigan, but you know, in high school or, or in the travel circuit as well. So, yeah, uh, it starts there. I think that he's, you know, it would be nice to see him take like an Isaiah Livers Junior year type of leap. We'll see what happens with that. Um, you know, I, I I don't know that he's that caliber of player, but he's the guy I'm looking at. I think Jalen Llewellyn is a new face. It's going to fare very well. Um, try, you know, just rolling through rolling through the names here. Uh, you know, it's, there's some new faces. Joey Baker should help them from a shooting perspective, but he's more of a bench guy. Um, I see I see a lot more. You know, my early thoughts on this team is I don't think it will be as clunky as it was last year. I don't think it will be as up and down as it was. I think you've got a nice mixture of veterans and young guys. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as far as standouts go, it, it's pretty hard to ignore what, what Hunter Dickinson brings, and it's just a matter of who rises up around him. Uh, that's We're not going to know that for a bit, but I, I do think the pieces are there for this to be a, a very competitive team. Anthony, safe travels to the Big Ten Basketball Media Days in Minneapolis. Thanks for your time here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. All right, Anthony Broom joining us from the Wolverine.com and the Meyer Guest Sign and Meyer proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. And you'll see Meyer partner with teams from the Little League to the pro level all across Michigan. Time to check in on what's on tap. And all the brands, steakhouse and grills. You can watch Michigan Penn State on Saturday on all the TVs. You can double down on Wisconsin and Michigan State. Must win situation for Mel Tucker and the Spartans. Lions have the bye week. All season long, Michigan, Michigan State, Lions, ND, NFL, and more on all the TVs at All Brands, Steakhouse, and Grills. There's Brands in Bay City for those of you listening on 100.9 FM. You also find the Brands in Caledonia, just south of Grand Rapids for those locked in on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. Brands in Cascade, east of GR, Brands in Holland. For those tuning in on WHTC off of US 31 and James, you'll find the brands in Granville just west of GR. That's Johnny Brands location and also Johnny Brands on Leonard off of 131 in downtown Grand Rapids. Check out Michigan, Michigan State, Lions all season long on all the TVs, lunch or dinner on your schedule. And if you want your brand's favorites delivered to your workplace or home, 
or you want to pick it up on the go, go to Brands.com. You can order pickup or delivery at Brands.com. And that's what's on tap at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. Now, if you miss any interview, any podcast, we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. And you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Now, you can listen live weekdays at 3 at thehugeshow.net. We have our free stream, also the all-night, all-day replay, where the entire three hours of the previous show repeats. Superfly Hayes puts that together. 6 p.m. until the next show airs at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen live weekdays at 3 anywhere in America. Just search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino. Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Hour number two on a Tuesday broadcast of Superfly Hayes is underway. We're the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show for the station close to you. Or will you be traveling in Michigan? Go to thehugeshow.net. 19 stations strong. Want to give some love to 104.7 FM and AM 1340. The ticket, Charlevoix Petoskey to the bridge. Also, Sports Extra 1330, Flint, Genesee County. Appreciate the longtime support. Superfly tells me that Brian Bush, voice of Michigan basketball, uh, he'll join us in a few moments. We'll get his thoughts on Big Ten basketball media days going on today and tomorrow in Minneapolis. Wolverines in the media preseason poll picked to finish third. Tim Stout from East Lansing. Stout on Sports and our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. Tom Izzo and the state of Michigan State basketball. Stout in a few moments. Matt Charbonneau follows Michigan State football and basketball for the Detroit News. A lot of Spartan fans are thinking, well, we're going to beat Wisconsin. They're down. Their coach, Paul Christ, was fired. They just hammered Northwestern. I don't see a guaranteed W left for Michigan State. If they can right the ship against Wisconsin, then you'll think, you know what? They can give Michigan a game at the big house. 
That Wisconsin game is huge for the Spartans. We'll talk to Charbonneau later. Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal, co-host of Couch and the Rube Podcast. He's also on the schedule. I did open the show with the short, quick, huge opinion on teams that have really bad head coaches right now in the NFL. Lions, Broncos, Raiders. What in the heck were they thinking last night? Then Devontae Adams shoving somebody while he's going off the field. I... Oh. And then the NFL. What's up with... uh, these unsportsmanlike conducts for quarterbacks being thrown to the ground, like rolling over somebody. Why not review? I think it was Rich Eisen tweeted this out. Why not review the roughing the quarterback penalties? Just roughing the quarterback. I know they want to protect the quarterbacks, and you don't want third stringers in uh, every week, everywhere. Just, Just review roughing the quarterback penalties. I mean, you're reviewing everything else. Just do it, okay? So we'll get to the lines. We'll get to the NFL, Michigan State football, Michigan football. Well, let's talk more Michigan hoops as Big Ten basketball media days are going on today and tomorrow in Minneapolis. Brian Bush, voice of Michigan basketball, is standing by on the Meyer guest line. Welcome back. That was a quick offseason. Uh, it always is, Bill. Appreciate you having me. Uh, where is this team at? Uh, a year ago, a lot of expectations. They didn't meet them, and the season just kind of had a tough feel to it the entire way. What has this offseason been like for Juwan Howard? And now with the roster shakeup, and I know you get the big man in the middle back in Dickinson, how does this team look compared to a year ago? Yeah, you know, I think two things happened in the spring that really helped this team. One was that they they salvaged something out of the season by getting to the Sweet 16. You can gather a lot of momentum there. Had you know Michigan's last two games been that that collapse against Indiana, and then remember they were down 28-13 against Colorado State in the first half. Had they just you know rolled over, wrapped up the season there, there'd be a real sour taste in a lot of people's mouth in that building and out that outside that building. But they were able to rally. They knocked off a Tennessee team that came in favored against them and, and hung around with the Final Four team in Villanova. So that that helps kind of alleviate some of the up and down nature of, of the season. And then you get your 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 best player back, and you know arguably, and, and on my ballot, the, the preseason Big Ten Player of the Year. I know Trace Jackson Davis got it, but Hunter Dickinson to me was the best player uh, who has returned in this league he raises this team's floor so much and it allows i think some of these younger pieces or inexperienced pieces uh kind of find themselves because dickinson you know at times was such a stabilizer for them last year key in a lot of their big wins um but but this season you figure he's going to be has the potential to be even better uh maybe he gets a little bit more efficient with his three-point shooting maybe he can continue to improved defensively. I thought he was pretty good defensively last year for a big man. So uh, those were the two biggest things. And I, I think from there, it, it really is a question of, you know, which one of these, you know, which handful of these younger players and experienced guys emerge. They have plenty of candidates. The, the early portion of the season will dictate who are those players. Uh, newcomers, fresh faces, either transfer portal or incoming freshmen. Uh, who do you really like that, uh, game one, they're helping Juwan Howard win games. 
Yeah, I think uh, Jalen Llewellyn, the point guard from Princeton, you know, Michigan going back to the well of bringing in a transfer point guard. Uh, from all accounts, you know, things have, have gone pretty well for him in the early going. You know, in, in my conversations with him, seems like a, a really likable young man, uh, obviously a smart dude going from Princeton to Michigan. Uh, so I think he's going to be a big factor. And, you know, I think Doug McDaniel, uh, the, the freshman point guard, a little undersized, but uh, he's got a, a really fascinating game. I, I think he'll have every opportunity to carve out some minutes, but I, I do think that, you know, the, the majority of minutes at the one spot will, will belong to Llewellyn. Uh, in terms of the freshman, uh, I, I think Jet Howard probably projects to have the best chance to make an immediate impact, both based on his skill set and what position he plays. Um, but, but, you know, Yusuf Kayed is certainly right there with him. It might be a 1A, 1B type of a scenario. Regardless, I think you're going to see both those guys contribute and play. Uh, so those are probably my top three. But, you know, I mentioned McDaniel. You know, I think Terrace Reed and Greg Glenn have a chance to, to make an impact, you know, as freshmen as well. Uh, Kobe Bufkin has has added some muscle. He just turned 19. I mean, he's crazy young for a sophomore. You know, he, he'd be a he'd be a you know uh, age wise about a freshman for for a lot of guys. So you know, him getting some some reps last season. There's hopes that he will make that jump. So there's a lot there. It's just it's a big question of who will emerge. And you know, and Juwan Howard in in his first few years here in Ann Arbor, he has started with a pretty big rotation and pared it down, whittled it down to, you know, in crunch time down the stretch the last couple of seasons, basically been a seven-man rotation, maybe eight. So I I think you'll see that 10-man rotation, maybe even a bit more early on in the season, figure out what you got. And then once you get to the heart of Big Ten play, it'll probably be seven or eight. Brian Bush, voice of Michigan basketball, joining us on the Meyer guest line here on the HUGE show across Michigan. Before I let you go, uh, that Columbus Dispatch Big Ten media preseason hoops poll, Michigan at number three. Do you kind of feel that's a real fit right now when you see them preseason number three in Big Ten basketball? Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, quite frankly, I think you could probably put a lot of these teams in a hat and just pick somebody out and, and kind of order it from there. You know, I, I understand why Indiana's a pretty trendy pick to win the league, but. You know, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it with Indiana consistently over the course of a full season. Uh, Michigan, you know, they, they've got either the best or the second best returning player in the conference in Hunter Dickinson. I think this year and what is I, I perceive to be somewhat of a transition year from a star power standpoint in the Big Ten. Uh, if you've got one of those top two guys, and, and in my estimation, the best player in the Big Ten, yeah, I like your chances. I mean, there's there's some really tough stretches in the schedule. The finish is very difficult, at least on paper right now. But as you know, Bill, I mean, there's there's no real way to know how these teams are going to look five months from now. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Michigan has every right to believe that it can, and and certainly has the ability to go and win the Big Ten this year. His name is Brian Bush. He is the radio play-by-play voice of Michigan hoops. Believe it or not, basketball season is almost here. Big Ten. Basketball Media Days today and tomorrow in Minneapolis. Brian, uh, appreciate uh, the conversation. Can't wait to see uh, how this team looks. All right, Bill, as always, appreciate you having me on. All right, Brian Bush joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners uh, with the University of Michigan Athletics. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports uh, will join us uh, coming up here in just about 15 minutes. Get his thoughts. Tom Izzo of Michigan State Basketball, also on Mel Tucker. What is that coach going to do? It's similar to Dan Campbell. 
You were number 11 in America after your first two games. Number 11 in the country. And now most feel you're not going to win another game. Wow. And people have said, well, hey, man, you were never hard on Harbaugh. I'm like, whoa, you might want to go back to seasons when uh, he was picked to win it and the Shea Patterson experiment just didn't work out. And all the heat he took. This isn't about the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry. This is about Mel Tucker having the number 11 team in America this season. We are talking less than a month ago. And now people are saying, I don't think they're going to win another game. That's why that Wisconsin game is important. We'll talk to Tim Stout about that. Also, Matt Charbonneau, Detroit News, follows Michigan State football and hoops in Graham College. That's a big game. I know Penn State-Michigan is a top-10 matchup. 10 versus 4 on Saturday at the Big House, but... If State doesn't beat Wisconsin and they get embarrassed again at home, what people aren't talking enough about is that the Spartan faithful, which I find to be one of the most loyal fan bases on earth, you have given up over 1,000 yards and 80, what is it, three points in the last two home losses? Mm. That, that's, that's your paying public who drive from all corners of Michigan, who fly in on game day. And this is homecoming on Saturday. And the alums are going to be back. You cannot get embarrassed if you're Mel Tucker in Michigan State on Saturday. You have to win that game. And if you're Dan Campbell and the Lions, you have two weeks to prepare. And if you come out and lay another egg against the Cowboys and lose at home against Miami, I think the conversation on whether Dan Campbell should retain his job will be there. I saw the Eric Zane Show podcast put that out there yesterday. If you have two weeks to prepare and your team still looks like they don't know what they're doing and you don't, are you telling me that people are going to say, well, yeah, we could go 4-13 and 13 again because we're going to get our quarterback. You, we are right to the same conversation we had on Matt Patricia, debating whether or not he should get that third year. We are already there. And this team had a 10-point lead against the Vikings and looked like they were going to be tied for first in the NFC North after three games. And I've been there with the fans. Paying money to watch the Lions. It's not free ticket giveaways. Paying money to tailgate, to drive. And those of you that are thinking coaches get, well, they get four or five, six. No, not in today's market. They don't. With the amount of money you're paying coaches, including $95 million to Mel Tucker and his assistants all got big bumps. And Dan Campbell, I like him. I like his culture. What's the culture? Yeah, you need a culture. You need good guys. You don't want idiots. But you also need to win football games. You know, by golly, we had a good culture. And they went 1-16, but you know what? I'll take this team and follow them any day of the week. Let's give Dan another year. No, it is a Matt Patricia vibe right now with Dan Campbell. Plain and simple. And that vibe is... 
the guy looks like he's in over his head as a head coach. Not as a man, not as a father, not as a communicator. I'm talking about strategy and X's and O's. And now he gets an extra week, and they better deliver, not only against the Cowboys, not only in that next home game against the Dolphins, but the rest of the season, and show growth from a god-awful start to last year. But they did finish strong. They've got to do this and not win five games because I've been down that road with the Lions. No, there has to be a monumental finish for me to say you're going to go give an NFL franchise another year at Dan Campbell. Yeah, he's already there, and he brought it on himself. Well, look how close they were to the Vikings and the Seahawks. Close counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Is the Big Ten a better football or basketball conference? You can answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now will play their home games at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR, and the first game at the Van is on Thursday night, November 10th. In downtown Grand Rapids, get your tickets at the usual ticket outlets and also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I did share Nick Stauskas, the former Wolverine. The NBA G League posted on Facebook a speeded-up compilation of Stauskas scoring 100 points in 24 hours when playing for the Grand Rapids Gold last year. You can see that video. It's up right now on the Huge Show Facebook page. So that Bud Light huge question of the day, is the Big Ten a better football or basketball conference? You can answer that question on 866-838-4843. Also, thanks to Fabiano Brothers for serving up Bud Light in Detroit and across Michigan to great sports fans. And also, huge love to all Anheuser-Busch distributors. We'll get an update on Mel Tucker and Michigan State football and Izzo and Spartan Hoops next with Tim Stout from the game 7.30 a.m. He'll join us from Lansing. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and digging for gold every Friday in October for your chance to score up to $5,500 in cash or premium play. Hourly winners from 7 to 11 p.m. each week. And on October 28th, all the prizes turn to cash. See what you'll dig up only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. 
celebrating Billy Joel. October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. I'm in a New York state. Celebrate Billy Joel, America's Piano Man, 50 Years of Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA.com on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan, the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Want to give a shout out to the Roar in Detroit, 94.7 FM HD Channel 2, 93.5 FM and 99.1 FM. WHTC in Holland, huge love to everybody there. Purple Community soccer games are Saturday in Holland at Hope College, and we'll have a preview of those games coming up tomorrow between 3 and 6 on the Huge Show. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Is the Big Ten a better football or basketball conference? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. Add huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. You get Penn State at ten and Michigan at four or five, depending on what poll you look at. Ohio State is as good as anybody in the country, if not the best team. Think about it. Georgia should have lost at Missouri. Texas A and M had a. Great chance in Tuscaloosa to beat Alabama. They're not the same dominant power they've been. I I might lean towards Ohio State as the best team in the country. And they had a test against Notre Dame for those of you that was like, well, they haven't been tested. Let's go talk about Mel Tucker and Michigan State. Man, number 11 less than a month ago in the country after that 2-0 start and the reeling. And I don't know how it stops. And they get a Wisconsin team that's rejuvenated with Leonard taking over for Chris. That's homecoming Saturday. And he's Lansing. Tim Stout 
from Stout on Sports, which is heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. That also carries a huge show tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. And, Tim, you've been there forever, uh, for decades in Lansing. Uh, how is Mel Tucker going to dig out of this? Well, I don't think it's easy, Bill. And I'm more perplexed and confused by this team than anyone that I can remember watching over here. I see the Associated Press just gave out its midseason Big Ten awards, and it names the most disappointing team in the conference, and I guess not surprisingly, Michigan State. But I think it's very hard to identify what all the problems are. I do see that Michigan State quarterback Peyton Thorne said today that he has been injured since the first game against Western Michigan, which has hampered his running ability. He says he's not 100% going into Wisconsin, which surprises me that a player would admit that, especially at that position, knowing that he is going to play, but he hopes to get back to 100% soon. So I'm going to take him at his word and figure that that's one reason that he has been somewhat less effective than what he was a year ago. But I think, as you know, Bill, they got problems everywhere that they have displayed the last four weeks. And frankly, I don't know what to make out of the Wisconsin game. I've said for four straight weeks, I can't believe they're that bad. And I am surprised, even though Wisconsin had a much better game at Northwestern, that Wisconsin is a seven-point favorite here. And for that matter, I think this this is the season right here. Because to me, if they lose one, they're going to lose three. Because if they lose this game, they'll lose at Michigan and lose at Illinois. And they may lose those two games even if they do beat Wisconsin. But you realize if they do lose to Wisconsin, you're staring at at least a seven-game losing streak. And boy, that has not happened around here for a long time. And it's incredibly ironic that after all the fanfare of desperately trying to save the head coach a year ago with a gargantuan, he can't turn it down, we've made him an offer, he can't refuse contracts, we won't leave, look where things are right now. Now, now, how they are moving forward is is tough to call. I said today, Bill, Michigan State's got to hope that when Southern Cal and UCLA get into the Big Ten, they better hope that Big Ten East is dissolved somehow because I don't see how that they can possibly get to some of the goals they want in the future if they got to play Ohio State every single year. I, I just don't see how they can do it. I just don't see them catching them, especially as long as Ryan Day's a coach. I don't see it. Well, Tim, I I look at the Big Ten in the future, that I don't think there's going to be divisions. I think they're going to follow the ACC pod model and your two highest-ranked teams, top two teams in your conference. Uh, and I don't know what formula they'll use because uh, it's the schedules will be – not even every year, but there'll be some tor- or type of formula. I don't know if there'll be a Big Ten committee that meets in a room and decides what two teams play, uh, but that's where they're going. And I really believe that the divisions, when USC and UCLA join, will be dissolved. Well, they have to hope for that because I just don't see, you know, I claim in these last two years, this year and last year, if Ohio State had wanted to do it, with one exception, the pick six Saturday, they could have scored a touchdown every single time they had the ball. Now, that's what you talk about in the state of Michigan in a high school mismatch if a Class A team plays a Class D team or something like that. I mean, I believe Saturday, by halftime, when they had 35, if they had wanted to do it, they could have scored every single time they had the ball, and some of those drives were well over 90 yards, and it never slowed them down at all. And I don't. I, I am with you. I believe Ohio State is the best team in the country. That doesn't mean they can't. I think they're going to be thirteen and zero 
going to the semifinal. And I think whoever's going to beat them, providing the Ohio State's got its key guys healthy, providing they play, I think they're going to be tough to stop offensively. I mean, they're as good an offensive team. I I understand State's got problems. I get all that. But but scoring every single time you get the ball, every single time you get the ball, you can do that. So I'm like you. I think Georgia, I watched them just barely beat Missouri. I think Alabama's ripe to get beat this Saturday at Tennessee, whether the quarterback plays or not. But even if he, even if they do win, I, I just think those teams are going to have a hard time playing Ohio State if Ohio State's healthy. That, which sets, I, I think it's probably going to set up an 11 and 0, 11 and 0 Michigan Ohio State game in Columbus, and of course that'd be a monster matchup. And right now, I think Michigan isn't close to Ohio State. Just my own thought. As of October 11th, that could change, of course. We'll see after the Penn State game on Saturday. That will give you a little bit more uh, gauge on where Michigan is at. Tim Stout, Stout on sports from the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. I think the biggest question for Mel Tucker, Tim, all this momentum from day one is enthusiasm, the woodshed, deep water, uh, smoking the stogie, Paul Bunyan trophy, 2-0 against Michigan, $95 million deal. Uh, they get a bowl win. They're top 15 again, top you know 12. All this mojo now has come to a screeching halt. And the only way he's going to get it back is by winning big football games. That's it. I, and he admits that. I mean, I give him credit yesterday when he was asked about all these fans fleeing Spartan Stadium at halftime, if not earlier, so that by the end of the game, the TV cameras show a stadium that only has the other team's fans in it. Like, he, he didn't chastise his home fans. Like, he said, we've got to put a better product on the field so that they'll want to stay. I give him credit for that because I agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, you know, these these fans pay a lot of money for these tickets. They've heard everything you just mentioned about all the mojo and all this and that. But you got to deliver if you're going to do that. I would never have got into all of that, what I call tacky stuff. I would have just been very, very low-key about this whole thing. Because, Bill, in reality, the places where they were going to be uh, challenged this fall – they 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 haven't improved there. The secondary is a disaster, and I understand they got injuries there, but everybody gets injuries. They can't run the ball for beans. They're, the offensive line cannot protect Thorne, and sooner or later he's going to get whacked even beyond what he is, and may, it may come from Michigan, if not Wisconsin. The kicking game isn't nearly what it used to be. I'm talking about place kicking now. That used to be one of their huge strengths. And I still go back to last year that everything that could go their way went their way in a lot of those games so that the ball bounced right so that they could get those 11 wins. And if you'll remember, in the Peach Bowl, it's a three-point game, and Pittsburgh's on the 23-yard line going into score with the third-string quarterback, and he threw a pick six, which made the final 31-21, even though if the ball's, you know, maybe a foot the other way, they catch it, they win it, they they score, and they win that bowl game. So I, I think that, 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 you know, that's affected my look at the whole thing. I, at the start of the year, I had them eight and four, but I never realized that they were going to have as many problems as they have had on both sides of the ball. And defensively, I don't know how they're going to slow Michigan down. I, I just don't know how they're going to do it. And, you know, it's one thing if they had something solid to build from, whether it was special teams, kicking game, running game, short pass, long pass, defense, pass, they don't have any of that. At least in the last four games, they have not had any of that. 
And the stat that amazed me on Saturday against Ohio State, uh, Stroud threw the ball 11 times down the field past 10 yards, and he completed all 11 of those passes. Now, I get that it's Ohio State, but when Michigan State faces McCarthy, he's the nation's leading percentage completion passer, and he'll be playing at home. I think Wisconsin's a toss-up, and I think with Michigan State's offensive struggles, Illinois is going to be enormously motivated on November 5th in Champaign, and that's a letdown game for State, whether they win or lose against Michigan, because every game after the Michigan game, a team tends to let down. So that's why I claim if they've got any hope of salvaging anything somehow, some way, they have got to hope it goes their way against Wisconsin Saturday, and I think it's a toss-up game. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, weekday mornings, 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. The huge show is tape-delayed weekdays, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. on a.m. 7.30 in Lansing. Tim, appreciate your huge opinion on the state of Spartan football. Look forward to our next conversation. Absolutely. Anytime. They'll keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, Tim Stout. Telling it like it is in the heart of Spartan country. And I give Mel Tucker credit, better product. And that attitude really shows me that you know what business you're in, which Dan Campbell should. You're in a performance-based business. You are. I know culture. I know good kids. I know keeping kids out of trouble, it's part of it. At the college level and keeping adults out of trouble is part of it at the NFL level, but you are judged by the scoreboard. And anybody who tries to spin it any other way, you're just living in denial. Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News. He follows Michigan State football and basketball. We'll get his thoughts on Izzo and Spartan Hoops and the Big Ten basketball media days going on today and tomorrow in Minneapolis. Sharby is up next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager michigan only if you think you have a gambling problem call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help excludes michigan disassociated persons have you experienced grand rapids lately the city is vibrant growing and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment including two fantastic concert destinations van andel arena and devos performance hall just google van andel arena and devos performance hall you can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. 
And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. The Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. Big Ten basketball media day is going on for the men and women today and tomorrow in Minneapolis. Matt Charbonneau, Detroit News, MSU Insider. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? Good, Huge. How you doing, man? Good. Uh, we'll get to Izzo and Michigan State hoops in a moment. Uh, the Mel Tucker situation. I know he's being honest and candid uh, with the media. Reality is you were number 11 a month ago, number 11 in the country. And now people are wondering if they're going to win another game. Like I was talking with Stout earlier how is he going to restart this mojo train that he had just percolating at two and zero off the first you know two years and the ninety five million dollar deal and owning uh, Michigan so far? How does he get that back? Well, I mean, the the simplest answer is start winning games again. Right. But that you know, getting to that is a little more I wouldn't say complicated, but. The, the bottom line is, look, this, that 11-2 and two last year, as fun as it was for Michigan State fans, you know, and as much as it might have been Kenneth Walker, he certainly had a huge part in that. The reality is, I don't think Michigan State as a program was really an 11-2 and two program, if that makes any sense. Um, because the, the overall talent, the depth of talent, still wasn't really there, and it's still going to take a little time. Now, the flip side to that is, were people expecting – you know, four straight losses and to feel like defensively things haven't changed all that much. That I think that's the frustration from fans. That they're not, they don't feel like that has gotten any better. And the reality is that's going to take a little time still. I still think the key for, for Mel Tucker is if they can find a way, manage to, to scratch out enough wins to get to a bowl game. And if, if it's a big if, if they can hold together the recruiting class they have and, 
maybe add a few more names to that, I, I think they're still going to be on the right track. Now, having said that, they just had a guy decommit yesterday, a four-star offensive lineman. And, you know, how much that is because of what's happening on the field, none of us will really know. But um, that, that's the big concern for him right now, is, is holding that together and making it feel like the overall trajectory of this program is still heading in the right direction. Because, you know, if you start losing that too, then it feels like, you know, things might feel like they're falling apart a little bit. And I, that might be a little unfair, but, you know, fans are frustrated when you lose four in a row. So uh, we'll see. But winning, winning games will be the first thing to try and get some of that momentum back. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. The only way he's getting it back. Uh, no talk, no uh, monikers, woodshed, deep water, none of that. No victory cigars. You know, be Wisconsin and go take care of business against Michigan. You want to get the people back in a hurry, go do that where you own that unblemished mark against the Wolverines. So we'll see on Saturdays what he's able to do in terms of earning that $95 million deal. Speaking of deals, Izzo got that bump. Uh, He's in a good place right now, Michigan State. Big Ten media preseason pull out of Columbus. Number four, uh, Indiana, Illinois, Michigan in front of them. What do you think is a level of expectation for any Spartan fan listening right now when it comes to Michigan State basketball by the time we get to March? Yeah, the Big Ten basketball feels so odd to me this year. I, I mean, I know everyone's picking Indiana, but it feels like nobody feels great about it. I, I just feel like you got these, I don't know, five, six teams up here that you think all might be good, but you're not really sure. And I think Michigan State falls right in that because, you know, we, we've talked about the roster and the lack of a big man and not going out to the portal to find one. Look, they've got very good guards, but they're not going to be very deep. To me, the the realistic thing is with that non-conference schedule, try and keep your head above water. Stay 500 in the non-conference. You know, try try and get some momentum early in that conference schedule because that's the, the easier part of it. It's going to get really tough late. Um, but keep keep that NCAA streak alive. Maybe have some shot at the Big Ten title late in those last few weeks of the season. Um and then, you know, you got a big recruiting class coming in next year. But I, I think that's realistic for this team. Make sure you're still an NCAA tournament team. You know, if you get things rolling and those guards are playing really well, maybe be a second weekend type team. But that, that, that early schedule is tough, and those, those guards will be tested. But those young, young front court players are going to be thrown into the fire early. So we'll, we'll see if it, early if it was the right decision by Tom to kind of stick with those guys. Who, who do you really like that you think is going to grow from a year ago that was on that Spartans roster and a newcomer that makes an immediate impact? Uh, who would those two well, names be? Yeah, I, I would have said, and, I, and I'll still say Jay Nathan, even with the, the foot injury, it doesn't look like it's going to be anything that's going to, well, you know, knock on wood that lingers throughout the year. As long as it doesn't, I, I still really expect Jay Nathan to take a big step this year. I mean, I certainly expect guys like A.J. Hogard and Tyson Walker to keep getting better, but Jay Nagins, to me, is that wild card that could take a real big step. Maybe you don't miss Max Christie as much in that spot over there because he can be a dynamic playmaker for them on both ends of the floor. So he'd still be my guy, even though he's got that foot injury right now. And a newcomer, I mean, I guess you got to go with Jackson Kohler. I mean, this kid has a lot of offensive skill. Uh, the big question is, where does he fit in defensively, especially for a Tom Izzo team? I think... As many freshmen that come in there, that's their biggest adjustment, and I think it's clear through early practices that that's going to be the big thing for for Kohler. If he can learn how to defend at a competent level, 
he's going to be on the floor a lot, but there's no doubt he's got offensive skill. So we'll see how far he comes along, but I think he's got the best shot to make an impact early. You can follow everything Michigan State, Detroit News, Matt Charbonneau checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. Matt, enjoy uh, the basketball media days, and we'll talk soon. You got it. Thank you. All right, Sharby joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, and Meyer proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. Time to check in on what's on tap at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills, your home for lunch, dinner, and your favorite teams on all the TVs. And also, you can order up your brand's favorites for pickup or delivery. Go to brands.com. Now, you can get out and have lunch, dinner, or watch the game at Brands all across the huge radio network. You'll find the Brands in Bay City, Brands in Caledonia, Brands in Holland, US 31 in James, Johnny Brands in Granville, just west of GR. You'll find the Brands in Cascade, just east of GR with Mike Brand Sr. Also, the Brands on Leonard, Johnny Brands on Leonard, US 31 or 131. And the Leonard exit. Phenomenal menu. Lunch, dinner, takeout, delivery. Watch the games. Enjoy your favorite beverages. Happy hours twice a day. All the details at brands.com. That is brands.com. And that's what's on tap at your local brands, steakhouse, and grill. Our Bud Light, huge question of the day that you can answer. Is the Big Ten a better basketball or football conference? Your answers have 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Huge. Add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that Huge text chain. They now will play their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. First game at the Van, Thursday night, November 10th. Get your tickets at your local ticket outlets. And also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Big. Bad. Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Hour number three on a Tuesday broadcast of Superfly Hayes in as our executive producer. We've been talking Big Ten basketball media days, Lions, Michigan, Penn State on Saturday, and also the pressure on 
Mel Tucker and Dan Campbell. Get things back on track. If you're Tucker and you lost out after winning your first two games, how do you recover from that? You have to go 10 and 2 minimum next year. If you're Dan Campbell and you had that momentum with the fans, with the team, with America, off a of hard knocks, the 101 start, leading the Vikings by 10, and you don't find a way to win another game this year, you're done. I'm telling you, man, I I see a lot in coach speak. And my fear is Matt Campbell's in over his head just like Patricia was. Morningwag, I can go down the list. Marinelli. It's a Lions tradition like no other. The only way both Tucker and Campbell, just like Harbaugh did it when he wasn't preseason top 25 last year, you go win games. They had the buyout. They were ready to show them the door. You save your job coaching at all levels of football, high school, college, and pro by winning games, and especially with the millions paid, and I'll separate the high school coaches, college and pro. But like the huge question of the day off the Big Ten basketball media days where a media preseason pull out of Columbus, Michigan, Preseason number three in Big Ten hoops, Michigan State four, Indiana, Illinois in front of them at one and two. The Bud Light question of the day, is the Big Ten a better football or basketball conference? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our social network interactions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now will play their home games in downtown GR at Van Andel Arena, their first home game. will be on Thursday, November 10th with former NBA star Andre Miller as her head coach. I want to get Graham Couch's thoughts on what Mel Tucker needs to do starting Saturday, homecoming against Wisconsin, to resurrect in that mojo he had built up from day one uh, when he was hired at Michigan State, to the excitement when he got the $95 million deal that the Spartans were on a trajectory to becoming an Ohio State-like program one day, not this year, but pushing that way, and a four-star recruits. Big money deal, woodshed, deep water, everything. Number 11 in the nation after two games this year. And now doubt that this team may not win another game this season. So Graham Couch, Couch in the Rube podcast, Lansing State Journal opinion maker. He is standing by and we'll get his thoughts on Tom Izzo and Michigan State basketball uh, this year. Welcome back, Graham. Thanks for having me. Uh, we, we've watched the John L. Smith era clear out stadiums, Bobby Williams, uh, D'Antonio, some boo birds in that year. They actually went to the Rose Bowl. Uh, the Spartan Nation is loyal, as loyal as any group of fans I've ever seen across the board. You're Mel Tucker. It's just about winning football games right now to get those people back. Yeah, it's just finding a way to get um, to look respectable. 
you know, it's finding a way to uh, uh, dig out a win here and there, uh, despite some some clear um, limitations and, and vulnerabilities. And, and it's going to be tough. It's and not just this year. I think next year is going to be tough. And so, you know, it, it's and at some point, you know, he said this week he'll never throw his players or coaches under the bus. And, and you can respect that from a leadership mentality. And you you shouldn't. I don't think people. I, I, I often don't like when coaches when things aren't going right and they, they fire a coordinator after four weeks. Now, if that's the right decision, then you do it. But I'm just saying sometimes you feel like it's a scapegoat. But for him, you know, <laughs> they're losing badly on the offensive line a lot and somewhat on the defensive line too. And when you, when you lose in the trenches, when you lose up front, especially on the offensive line, there's just never been a good offense in the history of football that didn't have a, a capable offensive line. And so I, I don't know how you change that mid-season they're younger guys they got a lot of them in the program don't seem quite ready yet they're going to need them to be by next year or it's going to be just as bad so uh, it, it could be a couple years before people feel really good again they've just got to find a way to use what they have which I think their advantages are in their offensive playmakers they've got to find a way to use those guys and and, and get the most out of them and, and just hang in there elsewise these last two home games uh, Minnesota Ohio State, the teams, both teams look like they could score at will and most did score at will until they backed off. Over a thousand yards of offense given up. And this is this is in East Lansing. I, I don't know if I've ever seen it fall this far in front of the home fans at Michigan State when it comes to football. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's certainly the difference between last year and this year seems stark and it is in certain ways. And what they had last year, obviously was Kenneth Walker who, and that permeated throughout the program because it kept the defense off the field. Um, it made the passing game. They had two good receivers and it gave the passing game a, a better chance. And then the offensive line, I think that's the notable, the other difference. Like it wasn't just Kenneth Walker. That was a more experienced and, and just better crew not a great offensive line, but but a, a, a capable one, and that that's a huge huge difference as well. So when you put those two things together, um, and then you know injuries at the wrong spots, I just thought they were going to be a little deeper defensively than they are this year. And what it's really showing is, I'm not saying the portal isn't sometimes the answer because Exhibit A, Kenneth Walker, and there have been some other guys who have helped, but it, it's also very clear now that that you, you just can't build or even fill every hole in a situation like this through the portal because they've got you know former sec cornerbacks throughout the throughout the um roster defensively and it's just it's, it's just not enough graham couch opinion maker lansing state journal co-host couch in the room podcast available wherever you download podcasts joining us on the meyer guest line i i just i i, I thought coming in with thorn uh with reed with you know, Berger with uh, Broussard with an offensive line that I thought uh, would be better. I, I I had no visions they were going to be a shutdown defensive unit, but I really thought they were going to compete on moving the football. And it's not like they've played juggernauts on defense. Uh, when I look at the you know, look at Washington, look at Minnesota, what's happened? Uh, Ohio State has given up points. Uh, they have I think the best offense in America. But this offense has been a total train wreck for Michigan State. And I, I get the defensive injuries. But I'm trying to look at this offense and wonder how they can be that bad in East Lansing. 
Yeah, I think it all really begins up front. And Xavier Henderson said, unprompted, and sort of strangely, late in fall camp. I mean, he's a defensive player. And he just said, you know, we'll go as far as this offensive line mm. can take us. Like, he, kind of, it was almost as if you look back, and I listened back to the way he said it, it was almost as if he knew. You know, like, there may be an issue here, and this will determine a lot. And they've been they've just been worse than people thought. And, you know, they def- the Tucker and, and the coaches and Peyton Thorne and the people have just sort of tried to deflect and say, well, there's a lot of things that can go wrong on a play, and sometimes the running back's missing a hole and it's there. Sometimes I'm not making the right call. It's, the bottom line is, if you, I mean, they got swallowed up uh, by Ohio State. You watch that third quarter, it was just, I mean, the, the whole thing just collapsed every time. And, and so that's, that's a part of it. Jaden Reed's injury, I think, has been a bigger problem for a receiving core that really needed him at the beginning and him not being right and then being out a little bit. Um, and then I don't think Peyton Thorne has played that well and, and taken that step. Now, he's also dealing with, and, and this is what you, you worry about with, with Peyton Thorne, you know, we've seen other quarterbacks, when things go wrong long enough, you, you lose a little bit of confidence, you know, and I know he's, he's dinged up as well, but, you know, he is not, I wondered if he would be able to take the step, and it was sort of assumed in a lot of the predictions this year that he would be able to take the step to being that guy who could, could really elevate a team, and, and that hasn't happened either. Graham Couch, Couch in the Room podcast, opinion maker, Lansing State Journal. Follow him on Twitter. Check it in on the Meyer Guest Line. Before we end our conversation on the Spartans, uh, let's move over to Izzo in Michigan State Hoops with the Big Ten Basketball Media Days today and tomorrow. Uh, when this season is over, uh, what will the storyline be? Uh, what will be inside that story on what Tom Izzo and Michigan State basketball did in the 2022-2023 season. Man, Bill, I have never been less certain. And, and I've, you know, had years where there, you could go a lot of different ways, but you could sort of see the path. Because on one hand, this team actually has some guys, they're an older team in certain ways. And that's what you want to be in college basketball. You want to try and get old and, and have playmakers and, and, and veterans in other ways, they're relying on guys to take next steps that we don't know that they will, that have not been in that sort of role. Like, is A.J. Hogard like a, a player who now truly is what he was at the very end of last year, where he can cause problems nightly, and he's a first-team All-Big Ten candidate and that sort of stuff? I, I don't know. And then the, the big thing is, you know, they, they were really, really high on Jaden Aiken in the offseason and, and, um, and just almost expecting that, he would be a guy for them, a guy they could really count on. And, to, and, you know, with that injury and him being out, how does that derail the beginning of his season and then just how everything goes from there? And so, you know, and then the big guys, I don't know what that's going to look There's just so much that could go right and so much that could go wrong. I don't know that I've ever – if you told me they missed the NCAA tournament, I would be surprised. I would be. I think there's more talent than that. But beyond that, you know, I, I could see a team that's – battling for a Big Ten title and making a run in March that's interesting. And I could see a team that's on the bubble. And, and all of that, I think, is, is fair to, to think could happen. Is the big year for Michigan State a year from now, the next big year? Yeah, it's, 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 you know, it's hard to know this in this day and age because who comes back, who stays, what, and, and, and they've got a nice class coming in. I, I, I do think like Xavier Booker is still a guy who's, I know he's heralded, but is not quite going to be the impact player maybe that, 
Jaron Jackson was or something like that. So um, it's possible. Certainly if, if you bring back the right pieces from this, if Jade Nakins has a big year and then his, his junior year is the year, um, if they get another two years out of Hogarden and, um, you know, there, there's a chance that, that you could see how those pieces could supplement what is a team that's really ready to take off. Question I'm asking the audience today, is the Big Ten a better basketball or football conference top to bottom? Well, that's a good question. Um, that's why you do this for a living, I guess. Um, the, uh, you know, <laughs> I would say it's a better basketball conference. I agree. And uh, just top to bottom in depth. Now, what they, you know, obviously the NCAA tournaments haven't been great the last couple of years. They've been exposed, and maybe having behemoth bigs isn't the way to make long runs in March. But, but just overall, I mean, regardless of what's happened in March, I think it's been a really tough league. Uh, the depth of the league has made, you know, the, the league has beaten each other up. And so I would say basketball at this point. When I was looking at that Columbus Dispatch, I think Big Ten media preseason poll for yeah. hoops. You know, I went top to bottom. I saw a state at number four, Michigan, Indiana at the top, Illinois. And I went down to the bottom, and my first thought was, even with Nebraska's ups and downs, even in Northwestern, when you go to Evanston, there, there's not a checkmark gimme W anywhere at any Big Ten school where you think we're going to get a win that's guaranteed. No, and, and, and a couple places have made uh, good hires, like – you know, I think Penn State made a good hire. I think Rutgers obviously has had a good hire for a while now. A couple of places have traditionally struggled. And I think when that happens, there becomes a baseline of competence that makes those those teams difficult to deal with on a given night at worst. And that's, um, you know, you, you see that stuff. And we'll see what happens with Maryland now. And, and, and obviously Northwestern's fallen a little on hard times. And uh, But I think overall, you know, most years right now in the Big Ten, you can count on, of the 14 teams, and it'll only get worse when UCLA and USC join, but of the 14 teams, 10 of them are going to be tricky nights. And um, th- that's, that's a lot. And I will give football credit. Uh, Maryland isn't an easy place. Uh, Rutgers isn't easy. Uh, you look at Nebraska, even with their issues, you know, they got a couple of Big Ten wins. Uh, there really isn't that gimme road win there used to be in the Big Ten. Right now, it might be Spartan Stadium. Seriously. That might be the spot where teams are feeling comfortable and Wisconsin's rolling in as a seven-point favorite. So we'll see how it plays out. Graham, thank you so much for the conversation. Anytime. Talk to you soon. All right, Graham Couch checking in on the Meyer guest side. And Meyer proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. Bud Light, huge question of the day. You can answer what... Graham and I just discussed, and he answered it. Is the Big Ten a better basketball or football conference? Drop your comments, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE, at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, Bud Light is served up to sports fans in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. We do have a reminder tomorrow... I'll be in Holland with our friends from WHTC. Uh, we'll be saluting Van Andel Institute and their continued research and medical development on the Michigan Mile here on the west side of the state. Looking for a cure for cancer, Parkinson's, and more. Their purple community is special. And Hope College men's and women's soccer 
will have a purple double header this Saturday at Van Andel Stadium on the campus of Hope College in Holland on Michigan's West Coast. And we'll be there tomorrow with our friends from Van Andel Institute and WHTC saluting the purple community and the work they do across Michigan, America, and around the world. Uh, looking to bring change, save lives, and find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's. And by the way, if you want to host a purple event at your school, your business, and your community, anybody listening across America, just Google purple community, and you'll be connected to Van Andel Institute, which is a world-renowned destination for the greatest medical minds trying to find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's disease. And we salute Hope College men's and women's soccer for their purple doubleheader this Saturday. That will be in Holland with our friends from WHTC. If you miss any of our podcasts or interviews, they are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day only at SoaringEagleCasino.com. The second half of Michigan State's football season begins at 4 o'clock this Saturday in Spartan Stadium, homecoming against the Wisconsin Badgers. At the start of the year, this looked to be a close game, and that really hasn't changed. Wisconsin has changed coaches. And the interim Jim Lenhardt is hoping to make a big impression and get the job on a regular basis after Paul Chris was let go. Well, his first game was a 42-7 win this last Saturday at Northwestern. So will that momentum help Wisconsin come in in a low-scoring game and defeat mistake-prone Michigan State? Who knows what kind of setup the Spartans will have for this game? Will there be personnel changes better play than Ohio State? Intriguing questions for this Saturday. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with... $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. And punting for bucks is your chance to win premium play. $15,000 cash and a 2023 Polaris Ranger. Drawings are every Saturday in October, 7 to 11 p.m. And on October 29th, one winner drives off in a new Polaris Ranger with a $5,000 Cabela's gift card. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders, is standing by. How you doing? Doing well. All right, so this Michigan-Penn State game on Saturday, I'll give you thoughts on Juwan Howard and Michigan basketball in a moment, your forecast. You know, I'm, I'm breaking this down, and I know there's a couple of road wins that impressed me at Purdue. Even though Auburn's down, they took them uh, to the Southern Woodshed I, I just think Michigan has more athletes than Penn State. I look at that spread, and I'm thinking, you know, a double-digit win for Michigan. Uh, am I out of line thinking that? You're not out of line. It's certainly possible. Um, I'm actually thinking a little bit of a closer game. I look at this Penn State defense, and I know they haven't played a tough schedule for as much heat as Michigan got for its schedule. I think they've been more tested. They Penn State coming off of a bye here as well. The Auburn win was impressive given the venue, but um, you know Auburn is not a good team this season. But Penn State's defense, they've been so good against the run, the teams have had to throw against them 45 times per game. That's the most in the country. Uh, they're averaging only 5.8 yards per attempt allowed, which is number 12 in the country. They have a really talented secondary led by Joey Porter Jr., uh, it was really one of the best cornerbacks in the Big Ten, if not the best, leading the country with 10 pass breakups. So, uh, And they've had 10 turnovers forced over the last three games. So this is a defense that is going to be, as much as we talked about Iowa as a huge test, I think this is going to be the biggest test for the Michigan offense. Can J.J. McCarthy play a clean game? Can he make the plays that he needs to to win this thing? Because I don't know if they're going to dominate up front and you know run the ball against Penn State uh, you know, like they have to some other teams on the schedule either. You flip to the other side, Penn State's offense doesn't scare you as much just because you're so familiar with it, with Sean Clifford running it at the quarterback position. This will be his fourth start in his career against Michigan, so a lot of familiarity there. They do have a good run game this year as opposed to uh, what was abysmal last season. Nicholas Singleton, five-star freshman, doing a great job, and the offensive line has improved. Some weapons on the outside. Uh, I think this is going to be a really close game, but... I don't think you're off base for thinking it could it'd be a couple score game. I think the environment is going to be huge. This is going to be uh, the big house is going to be rocking. It's a maze out. They've got all sorts of things planned. You mentioned the 1997 reunion. They'll be honored in the first quarter. So uh, I think that could push uh, Michigan over the top, and uh, that's why you know a big reason why I think I'm going to pick them to win when we come out with our staff predictions on Thursday. Michigan in a close win or close game over Penn State on Saturday. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking at this point. Maybe a little bit low scoring. I don't know what the over-under is on the DraftKings Sportsbook yet. I haven't looked, but um, I think we could see kind of a dogfight similar to last season. Remember the 21-17 to win, Michigan coming back at the end there after turning it over, then getting a the big touchdown. So I think we're going to see something similar to that. Um, it's going to be mid-50s, uh, cloudy, Big Ten football weather, big game type of weather. So I'm excited for this one. Why are you nervous about this game? Is it Penn State's defense? Yeah, I'd say it's their defense. Um, they they force a lot of turnovers. Manny Diaz, 
who was the head coach at Miami, is now you know running their defense as the coordinator. He's been really aggressive since he's come to Penn State. They blitz a lot. Uh, they mix up the coverages. I think that could confuse J.J. McCarthy. Um, this will be uh, really interesting. Michigan hasn't totally handed him the keys to the offense yet in terms of just letting him do whatever he wants. Um, they did more of that in the second half against Indiana, and I thought he responded really well, so that was a great sign. Um, but, you know, we got to see it again against a, a tougher opponent, and um, I still do think Michigan has the edge in this game. But you do mention, I mean, Michigan has more athletes. I was doing a uh, recruiting rankings breakdown of who's on each roster in the Big Ten this summer for our football preview magazine. And Penn State actually slightly edged out Michigan wow. in terms of talent. And, and that's just recruiting rankings. I think Michigan developed – it was very, very close build. But then I think Michigan develops better uh, than James Franklin. But you got to give him credit for the, the athletes he's brought in there. They win some recruiting battles against Michigan, kind of a you know deadlock there in some years. So uh, they do have talent. And they have a six-year quarterback that's experienced. He's not making those back-breaking mistakes that he has in years past, and I know they haven't played tough teams like Michigan yet, so I think Penn State fans from the people we've talked to are kind of waiting for that and are dreading that moment, but um, he's certainly improved. The offensive line that Michigan just tore apart last year has gotten better, and Michigan doesn't have the pass rushers it did a year ago when they got seven sacks and a bunch of pressures and big hits on Sean Clifford, so I think that's a concern too. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders, joining us on the Meyer guest line. Let's move away from Michigan football. I mentioned Big Ten media days for hoops happening today and tomorrow. I was going over that media preseason poll where Michigan is third, Michigan State fourth, Indiana preseason one, Illinois two, top to bottom. There's like there, there's no gimme wins in the Big Ten when it comes to basketball. None. No, that's probably true. And what's also true is it's kind of wide open too. And even if you look at Michigan going to that preseason poll that you're referencing, they were picked as high as first by some. Uh, you know, they got one first place vote, and they were picked as low as seventh by some people. So uh, there's some mixed reviews on exactly what Michigan is going to be, or mixed feelings at least on you know, projecting what they're going to be. The good the good news for Michigan is you have Hunter Dickinson, which was a huge surprise given that coming into last season, he said it was going to be his last year. He was going to go the professional route, but I think NIL has opened the door there for him. So that's a benefit. And uh, also I think he just loves being here and, and is willing to, you know, kind of wait and develop and, and be the best player he can be before he goes that pro route. But he's going to win you some games. You have a high floor, in my opinion, with him. But there are question marks, too. I mean, you're relying on Jalen Llewellyn, who's a Princeton transfer at point guard. I think he'll be an upgrade, and he did really well overseas, leading Michigan in scoring. But beyond that, you have some freshmen like Jet Howard, and we'll have to see how he pans out in his first year. I really like his game, but it's tough as a freshman, and we saw that last year with guys like Caleb Houston, Houston and Musa Diabate. Um, did Kobe Bufkin at the two-guard spot take a big leap like some people think he can? Uh, out of Grand Rapids. Again, I like his game too, but he struggled at times last season, especially on defense. You're replacing Eli Brooks at that position. So you brought in a couple more transfers or or another transfer in Joey Baker from Duke, but um, you know, he's more of a role player. So you're going to have to fit a lot of these pieces together. And it's just really hard to say uh, what this team is going to be, especially after last year when they were picked to win the big 10. And then they kind of disappointed in the regular season before making the sweet 16. So Big Ten's wide open. They lost a ton of talent. Though so You look at the NBA draft last year, I think the most lottery picks the Big Ten had had 
in a long time with you know guys like Keegan Murray and Jordan Davis from Wisconsin. So it is uh, it's going to be interesting. I think any of those teams near the top can have a chance to win uh, you know win the Big Ten this year. Clayton Safey knows everything about University of Michigan athletics. Talking some Michigan football, they get Penn State and the Big House on Saturday, and also Michigan hoops. Big Ten preseason media poll, Michigan 3, Michigan State 4, Indiana 1, Illinois 2, and I agree with Clayton. It's going to be wide open, and uh, you you have 8-10 teams uh, that could win the Big Ten, so we'll get some of the reaction out of Minneapolis over the next couple of days here on the show. Clayton, uh, appreciate the conversation. You have a great day. Thanks for having me. You too. I mentioned Big Ten basketball media days today and tomorrow. Uh, in Minneapolis, Kyle Austin, MLive.com. Spartan basketball insider is standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? Doing good, Bill. Uh, this offseason, from last year through this offseason to where Tom Izzo and Michigan State basketball sits going into these media days and they're in the fall practice and what lies ahead for this team? What's your gut vibe right now? You know, my gut vibe is that um, they're probably going to be a little bit better than last year, but I don't think that they really have the pieces to really be a Big Ten title contender or Final Four contender. Um, I think, you know, they got a big recruiting class coming in next year. I think if this year goes well, then maybe we're having this, that conversation at this time next year. But, um, you know, listen, they, um, they've been around 500 in the Big Ten the last couple of years, uh, not gotten out of the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. And, um, I, I don't see a whole lot different with this roster uh, that convinced me that this year is going to be a whole lot different. Uh, they got a lot of guys back who I think could be better, um, you know, in, including A.J. Hogard, uh, Jaden Akins when he gets healthy. Um, so they'll need a lot of guys to take a step up. But, you know, a lot of guys wanted Tom Izzo to hit the transfer portal, be a little bit more aggressive and maybe making changes to his roster. Um, and he didn't do that. Um, you know, he chose to kind of stick with the guys that he has. So, uh, but, you know, unless there's a whole lot of guys that look a whole lot different uh, come November than they did last year, um, I, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, fairly similar, maybe a little bit better, but not a, a totally different result from last year. Who, who's going to be the step-up players from last year's rosters to newcomers who might fall under the breakout category for Izzo this season? I start with A.J. Hogard. Uh, you know, it's really been since Cassius Winston left. They haven't had, going into the season, a clear-cut you know, point guard, a guy, no doubt, who is your guy. And uh, A.J. Hogarth was obviously up and down last year, but um, he, he really came on in March. And if he can kind of look like he did in the postseason and if he can build off of that, uh, he moves the ball very well, um, cut down on his turnovers late. It still isn't a great shooter, but I think if he's a guy that can run that offense well and run the fast break, um, I think that can do a lot for the team. Um, so I start with him and then, I think Jay Nakins could really be a player for them. I thought he was a guy that was kind of stuck in the rotation last year behind Gabe Brown and Max Christie. Uh, but in the small, the small role that we saw him, I thought he was great. I thought he provided energy. Um, obviously, he has great athleticism, um, a pretty decent shooter. So he's a guy I'm very curious to see what he can do now that he has a larger role. All the guys in front of him are gone. Um, I think he's a guy that could really flourish with Michigan State, giving him a little bit more of a chance. Who, who do you think could be the surprise player that leads Michigan State that makes this a better-than-expected season for you and the rest of the Spartan Nation? 
Who is that guy? Well, you know, I, I think I and you and everybody else have seen Malik Call play a couple of games where you think, man, that guy looks like, you know, first team all Big Ten. You know, a guy that you can run your offense to who can be a dude for you. Um, and he'll have a game like that, you know, whether it was Loyola Chicago last year when he scored 24 or, or at Wisconsin last year when he led him to a big win. Um, but he just hasn't been able to do it consistently. You know, he'll follow up a good game like that and he'll score – um, you know, five points and seven points and just not really be a factor. So um, I, we've been waiting for it for a while, but if, if Malik Hall can really step up at night in and night out, be a go-to guy, um, kind of be ball dominant, um, take a lot of shots, um, use his versatility to kind of get the right matchups um, and be successful. Um, I mean, he he's the only guy I voted for all Big Ten preseason when I had a vote. Cause I, from what I've seen from him, he has the highest ceiling, I think, of any player that I've seen on it. And if he can be that guy on a nightly basis, um, I, I think he could do some special things. Izzo seems rejuvenated. I think with the pandemic behind him, uh, you look at the contract bump, uh, you look at that recruiting class coming up next year, there seems to be some newfound energy with Izzo as he navigates name, image, and likeness, a transfer portal. He doesn't seem as stressed as he was a year ago. No, he doesn't, and he, he kind of seemed. Yeah, it's almost like he kind of came to a decision. I think in the off season, which is that you know this sport may be changing a lot. I might, you know, a lot of guys might be doing things differently, uh, but he kind of came to the decision. It seemed like that he was going to do things his way, and you know, right or wrong, um, you know, he's not going to go mine the transfer portal. He's not going to become a big NIL guy. You know, he, guys are going to get their opportunity. He's not going to stop them from that, but he's going to kind of rely on what he's kind of always relied on at Michigan State, which is having guys, you know, consistently year over year, multi-year guys that get a little bit better every year, relying on veteran upperclassmen, um, and really kind of trying to do a team atmosphere. And I think he's betting on that kind of being lost now in this kind of transient era of college basketball. And he's he's hoping, I think, he can be the program where um, they have a little bit more continuity and, and cohesion and and that works out for him. So he seems to be comfortable with that decision. I think, you know, they obviously got a very good recruiting class coming in next year. So I, I do sense there's a little bit less uncertainty with him, and I think he kind of knows his direction now and, and how he wants to attack this. Before I let you go, and by the way, Kyle Austin, MLive.com, Spartan Basketball Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, who's the best team in the Big Ten going into this upcoming season? You know, I know everybody thinks uh, Indiana is the best team. I, I just can't trust them. I've seen too many talented Indiana teams um, underachieve. Um, so I'm going with Illinois. I, I know they lost a lot, but I think they brought in two of the best transfers in the country. Um, you know, uh, Terrence Shannon Jr., especially from Texas Tech. I think Grand Underwood's a good coach who has shown that he can really adapt his system to his personnel and really get the best out of his players. So I, I think Indiana is probably the most talented. I, I can't trust Indiana yet, so I'm going with Illinois as the best team. Kyle, have a safe trip to Minneapolis. We'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, Bill. Opt in to the huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. 
Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any Major League Baseball game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log on to your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of the offer all season long. Just opt in to the one-game parlay insurance program, then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any MLB game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. Did you know that AutoValue has over 300 stores and over 650 certified centers throughout the Midwest? And that all these stores are locally owned and professionally run by your friends and neighbors? And that AutoValue stocks the very best name brand products like Champion, Seafoam, Xerox, and Lucas? The quality parts you need at the value you've come to expect. When you need auto parts, accessories, or service, come see us at your local AutoValue auto parts stores, where service is the difference. We get it. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, who's standing by from the Soarin' Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And Timmy, what's happening at Soarin' Eagle? Man, you know, as we talk about every week, Bill, so much going on from our promotions to our shows. We're going to start with promotions today. We're digging for gold Fridays in October. How fun does that sound? Not everybody gets a chance to do it, but we're doing it right here in Mount Pleasant. Hourly drawings, your chance to win up that $5,000 in premium play. Uh, the way it works, we're going to break it down for you. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, when, you, when, you, when you're thinking about digging for gold... It really gets people excited, and I get excited. We're going from 7 to 11 p.m. on Fridays. You're going to be able to dig your hand into our 
treasure chest full of sand and hidden coins, and hopefully you can win yourself up to $5,000 in premium play. And then on October 28th, our early drawings will have a chance to win up to $5,000 cash. So we're going to switch it up totally and give away the money. Also, Saturdays in October, you get to win your share of $58,000 in cash and prizes. And the way that's going to go down from 7 to 10 p.m. for $1,500 in premium play and 11 p.m., the first four Saturdays, we're giving away $15,000 cash money. And at 11 p.m. on Saturday, October 29th, one lucky Access Club member will win a 2023 Polaris Ranger North Star Edition, as well as $5,000 gift card to Cabela's. How much fun is that? Now, that's hunting for bucks right there, if I don't say so myself. And uh, I know you would agree, Bill. For I, sure. I agree. I'll tell you, you're digging for gold. You're giving away uh, you know, trucks and hunting for bucks. Things are happening at Soren Eagle. This is all out of Timmy's personal account. A hundred percent. I'm giving it away, giving it away, giving it away now. A little shout out to the Peppers. Anyways, Clay Walker with special guest <laughs> Billy Dean, October 15th. Uh, he'll be in the house bringing his country uh, to our stage. Uh, so I uh, get those tickets as they go fast. A lot of shows selling out. Sebastian Maniscalco will be in the house October 21st. Two shows, 7 p.m. and 10.30. He's just that funny. Get tickets. They are going fast. And then, one of my favorites right here, 40th anniversary tour, Christopher Cross with special guest John Waite, October 28th. That's a killer Friday night, so make sure you get tickets and come out and check out all that great music right there. And then we have November 4th, Joe DeSeal will be in the house bringing uh, what they bring to the table, and that's a whole lot of R&B right there. Baby Facing Concert, that's going to go down November 11th. Then for the ladies, we're bringing Hunks' show November 12th. That's one you don't want to miss right there. If Bill doesn't come on stage, maybe I will. I don't know. We're just throwing it out. You better hit the fire alarm if I come on stage. <laughs> Understood. If Understood. I'm wearing a banana hammock on stage with Hunks the Show, they're going to be going out the aisles at 130 miles an hour. Or, or, or throwing that much more money because uh, they know you need help. I, if, anyway. I, if I collected... <laughs> A hundred pennies, it would be a shocker if I'm in the banana hammock dancing with Hunks the Show. Make it hail is what they say. I'm going to make, make it happen. It I'm going to do that. I'm going to get up there and go, body, body, want to <laughs> feel, want to feel my body, baby, such a thrills. <laughs> the visuals that are going out right now. I love it. Insane, I love it, baby. All right. And then we also have Johnny Mathis. Let's just switch it right here. Oh, that's Johnny a, Mathis that's a good segue into Johnny Mathis. I know. I know. Let's keep it safe here. December 3rd, which is a big deal. And then uh, Loverboy Night Ranger live in concert. Uh, December 9th. Loverboy and Night Ranger. That sounds great. cool. That's a flashback. Right there. Yeah. You, know, you know all the hits right there. Little River Band and Ambrosia, December 17th. And then uh, December 27th, this guy knows how to party. Flo Rida will be Ooh. in the house. This will be his house right here. Uh, Flo Rider's a great show if you haven't been to it. I've seen him uh, this summer. And I'll tell you what, everybody is happy from beginning to end. It, it's just an amazing show. Flo Rida really knows how to uh, bring the party uh, to everyone. So a lot of things happening. Come on out Friday, Saturdays. We're doing it big. And uh, always having a good time here at Soren Eagle. Everybody's a winner just for being out of the house, Bill. By the way, uh, all the shows, the tickets, the promotions, everything Timmy just talked about, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com. That is SoaringEagleCasino.com. Also download the Eagle Access app. And don't forget about live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub. So Saturdays and Sundays uh, during the fall, football Saturdays, football Sundays, all the action 
happening at Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Again, SoaringEagleCasino.com. Follow them on Facebook and on Twitter and download uh, the Eagle Access app. Timmy, we'll talk in seven days. Let's do it. All right, Tim McCullough, the fun governor, joining us from the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge.